Welcome to Spearlift, a journey to a better you. Ashley, welcome to Spearlift. Hi, David. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to today. Ashley, thank you so much. And it's such a pleasure to speak with you in this episode of Spearlift. And it's amazing that we can actually have this conversation, you being in South Africa, myself being in Mexico. And what a world we live in for making this all happen. And Ashley, let me just ask you, if I'm a person who is feeling anxious or even depressed, can I even contemplate thinking that I can bring good into my life and attract really the life I want? Devin, that's a very good question. And yes, you can. And the reason that I say that is even though anxiety and depression are very strong negative emotions, one of the biggest ways that I learned to get through it was by looking for good around me. So I think one of the the, be- the moments that came clear to me when I actually had this moment of hope, I was driving in my car and I had the sun beaming through my window and it was just touching my arm. And for a second, I was like, I'm going to be okay. And I was experiencing very debilitating anxiety at that time. And it was that moment of clarity and knowing that I'm going to be fine that really shifted a lot for me so anyone who is experiencing anxiety or depression it might seem tough but you've got to start small and look for those things in around you that are great that can already start to help you to start to feel better well that's an I mean that's very important what you're saying because I just don't think sometimes that when we do feel so distraught with so many issues that it just becomes an ever spiraling downward you know sinking feeling that it's just it just the the energy of hopelessness sometimes can be so overwhelming and can just feel like we really truly can't get anywhere but i think in the end what you're saying you know how we get from that a to b to really focusing on the right things focusing on the important things that energy shift can really take us to the right place and i think that's you know, truly where we can expect to go if we follow, you know, the advices and the work that you, that you do. And so I want to speak a little bit, actually, about your story. You're an intuitive mindset and energy coach, and you specialize in nutrition, mental well-being, NLP, and regular. You do a plethora of really amazing work, to be honest. And I think all those things, you know, have in different aspects of them so many different ways to align ourselves to go in the most positive and forward direction so like why are you involved in all these things what what is your story from where you have come in your life to what you're doing now and why did you decide to take this route in your life Hmm. So, yeah, I'd love to share my story. And I love what you said about sometimes, just before I get into it, about this this almost feeling of like you can't get out of where you're from. Because um, I was experienced that um, I didn't know if I'd ever be able to heal my anxiety. I didn't know if I'd ever live a day without it. And I think that was most probably some of the scariest years, knowing that I might not live a day without it. Um, which is not the case anymore, which is obviously what I'll share throughout this interview. But I think what you have to do is in that moment where you feel like you can't escape what you're feeling, knowing that it's not forever 
and knowing that it's just an experience you're having as a human being because we came here to experience human we came here to be humans to experience all range of emotions and to know that you will not experience it forever and that the conscious mind can only think one thought at a time so it's about continuing to choose thoughts that empower you or make you feel a little bit better even if it's for a glimpse of a moment like i said when i was in the car and that sun came through and i was just feeling as like wow okay the sun i'm just feeling like something good is going to come of it um you know in my journey so yeah i just wanted to go to that because i know it's really hard when you're in that space where you can't see your way out um to just take one little action or have create one little thought where you where you feel like you can move forward um and yeah. how and so how how did your how is your story from where you have come from to realize that you wanted to make these changes in life and do what you're actually doing now? Like what, what was that, that, uh, transition or period that led you to where you are now, basically? Hmm. So I was about 21, so I'm 30 now. So nine years ago, I was diagnosed with anxiety, but a generalized anxiety disorder. And I didn't know what it was because at that time, uh, you know, anxiety was not a topic a lot of people spoke about. It was seen as taboo, like there was something wrong with you, that you were broken in a sense. So I was very quiet about the fact that I was experiencing it. But I was a social butterfly at varsity. You know, I was really, the, you know, I was drinking a lot. I wasn't eating the right food for my body. I wasn't listening to it. I was very unconscious, you know, I mean, very unaware of myself. And I got smacked in the face with this anxiety. I didn't see it coming. In hindsight, I'm sure my body was giving me messages, but I just was like, I wasn't aware, self-aware. And it smacked me in the face. And I completely got thrown by this from someone who is a social butterfly, who was confident, who was outgoing, who was having a great time, to now this person who had become withdrawn and who didn't want to see anyone, didn't want to speak to anyone, just wanted to be in her own space. Um, it was quite an instant transformation that I had to go through. And it took about six months for the doctors to even diagnose what I was experiencing because it started with me thinking there was something wrong with my heart. Um, you know, obviously when it comes to anxiety, you, you like almost get the sense of a pending doom and these things happen and you fixate on the, it's either the heart or you fixate that you're going to have an allergic reaction to peanuts, even though you've never had a, you know, had an, an anaphylactic shock before. It's like your mind almost fixates on all these things that could go wrong. Um, yeah, so it was an interesting experience and after they diagnosed me, I decided to go on medication for it. Um, I didn't want to. I've always been someone who doesn't respond well to medication. I don't go to the doctor ever. I never get sick. So I didn't like the idea of it, but I ended up having to take it. I had no option at that time and also I hadn't studied or done what I know now. So I was on it, I think, for about two years and I decided, I graduated and I decided to go work overseas on the super yachts. Um, so I was a stewardess and I was out there, you know, really exploring the world in a sense. And I had an anxiety attack one night because even though the medication was a help it didn't take the anxiety away it just sort of numbed everything out for me so i wasn't happy i wasn't sad i wasn't anxious i was just like surface level which i think was the hardest thing for me coming actually going onto the medication for someone who could now couldn't experience many emotions so with obviously i know this is a little bit of a, a spiritual interview as well i would definitely call my anxiety the dark night of the soul 
But um, anyway, so I had an anxiety attack the one night and my chief stew, who's the person who's above me, gave me a documentary called Food Matters. And I'm sure some of the listeners might have heard of it, or if you've heard of it yourself, um, you know, by that lovely couple in Australia. And this documentary was my breakthrough moment. My wow. If people can heal themselves through eating the right foods and doing the right and making lifestyle changes and they can heal themselves with diabetes and cancer and other ailments, why can't I do that for my anxiety? And that was my pivotal moment where I was like, I need to do something better. I can't just continue living my life, you know, drinking and covering up the problem with taking medication um you know just basically ignoring it that's what i was doing with my anxiety i was suppressing it and ignoring it whenever it came up so i decided to drastically change what i was eating um i looked at my lifestyle as well i cut out all the stuff that was stimulating me alcohol people i was a people pleaser you know didn't have the right boundaries in place so i cut most of that out and really looked at, and i started exercising more doing yoga becoming more self-aware learning more about myself and um, I ended up then doing this for about a year. I'm sure in about a year, it was quite a slow transition into completely, you know, being where I was, where I am now. But I, yeah, it was a slow transition. And then I took myself off the medication. I weaned myself off, which you need to do with the help of a doctor because it's a very delicate procedure. But I realized that I hadn't been anxious in about a few months or a year because I'd made these lifestyle changes. So I'd built this like foundation for me to be able to come off medication. So I went off the medication and a year later I returned home and everything was fine. And I got home and I was home for a month and um, I lost my period. So as a 26 year old girl, um, to not have your period, to lose it and then not see it again for two and a half years was was what really I got like a big, I was like, okay, what is going on? And about four, three months after I lost my period, my anxiety came back for a second time. So the first time it was very physical in terms of the heart, palpita heart palpitations, the um, you know the sweaty palms, the, the really uneasiness in your stomach. This time it was that, plus it was very mental. So I had a lot of OCD thoughts, uh, like suicidal tendencies. It was very mental and physical. So that, really threw me because that's also where I guess the mindset part came in because I realized how much of my thoughts were creating my anxiety in this process because of what I was afraid of or what I was thinking about which obviously didn't align with who I was as a person you know like suicidal tendencies or sort of things it just didn't resonate with me at all and who I was so it really scared me and I became afraid of myself in the process and I learned I started to not trust myself because I was having these thoughts that didn't align with who I was as a person. Um, anyway, so I went to, back to see someone, they're like, you need to go back on your medication. And I, I cried and I went to the shops and I bought it and I got home and I threw them in the bin. And I was like, I am not going back on these things. There is a reason, reason I'm experiencing anxiety. I need, it's obviously linked to my hormones. Like there's something going on there. I need to dig deeper. I need to do this healing work. Um, and it was just this really intuitive, strong feeling, don't go back on them like you can do this. And in hindsight, I wish I'd done that the first time because the second time of anxiety was a lot worse and not having the medication as my, you know, my safety was very hard, but I knew that I needed to do the work. And so from there, 
that's when I did a lot of gut healing. I went to go see a therapist. I went for Reiki. Um, I dove really into anything, tried on numerous things to see what would work for me. And then it was eight months of really looking after myself. So showing up for myself daily. I stopped drinking for, I think, two or three years because I knew it triggered my anxiety. I felt terrible the next day. I really started becoming self-aware and asking myself what feels good to me and what doesn't. What is creating my anxiety and what is easing my anxiety? And following the path of easing my anxiety and choosing me always. So at in first, it would seem selfish to others because I'd always say no to events that might trigger my anxiety. I'd say no to going out or I didn't want to do certain things that people would want to do. But that's because I was looking after myself. And I think that's what, what was the biggest game changer was me showing up for myself daily, choosing me and choosing to heal myself in the process. After eight months, my anxiety disappeared almost as quickly as it had arrived. Because, you know, some people, they can see it coming. Others, it comes with like a smack. Um, this time it also came out of nowhere and it was, um, and then it disappeared within like two or three days, it just sort of eased away and it was gone. And it's been four years since I've had it since. So yeah, so it was a journey. Thank you. So journey and a half, but what came out of that was I learned how strong I am as a person, but I also learned that if I can do it, so can others. And that's where I decided I need to become a coach. I need to share this message with other people. I need to help them, empower them, and for them to see that they don't have to live with negative emotions their whole life. Um, and that's really where the story of my coaching began and where I started studying first with nutrition because that's how I first used my he My first healing pillar was nutrition, was using food to heal, to get the right vitamins and minerals in I think we don't think of food as anything other than just a source of fuel, but it really can help us um, heal what we're going through as well. Ashley, you have a very powerful story. And I think, you know, I think what there's a few things that you were saying about through your story that I think everyone can relate to at some point in their life or even just right now they're feeling really anxious or depressed anxiety impression are like cousins I, I see it as right because they the, the energy field or the energy the sensation to some some degree is similar right they're cousins and <laughs> evil cousins right in <laughs> certain respects so what you know through your whole situation during that time especially when life was just really, really, let's say for lack of better expression down and the anxiety was overwhelming for you. And, you know, the things you put in your body were making it, you know, uh, feel worse, et cetera. And, and the things that were going on in your life were not going the way you really truly desired. Like what, what, what do you think looking and, you know, I'm not a doctor, you know, I'm not a professional doctor. And so, you know, everyone follow their own doctor's advice when it comes to medication, things like that. Just want to put that out there. However, I know, you know, from, you know, different experiences and, and with other people I've known in my life that, you know, those certain types of um, prescription drugs can really numb the energy in you. Right. So it's just, it's not a, uh, you know, it works for people in certain ways and that's great. 
but it does have an adversarial way of also you know numbing the emotions right numbing the the positive energy that could also come out it's a kind of a, a neutralizer in a way right it's neither good nor bad maybe i don't know but what what do you just so you know because i think a lot of people can relate to what you're saying like what, what do you think when you were going through that time especially what were the the root issues that were causing this anxiety what what was it it was like just random thoughts come in your head was there certain instances in life that led to the anxiety that you were having what was really truly causing like that that worries not knowing your direction in life what what was it what were the what was like kind of the root of it you know what i think and i've done quite a bit of research into this so everyone will have a different reason why anxiety shows up in their life so obviously there's some events that will trigger anxiety um you know some external factors maybe you stress as financial stress all of that some people have internal things so it could be the food you're eating obviously you know we've all learned that your gut is your second brain and if your gut's uneasy, it can cause these anxious feelings so it could literally just be like a diet thing so it could be what you're choosing to do on a daily basis it could also be a trauma response from the past that could be coming out as anxiety. So maybe you've suppressed it for so long that it had to come out. Also, I read a lot of um, work with Louise Hay, and she always says that anxiety manifests because you're not in the flow of life, because you're trying to control. So she links anxiety with controlling everything around you. Um, so I think that can also come through. So for me, you have to figure out what the root cause of your anxiety is because I'm pretty sure and well, I know it was different to the first time. So obviously the first time I think it had something to do with um, really not honoring my body in a way that I should have been. And the second time was obviously linked to my hormones and there was something going on like intrinsically in my body. Also, I say, you know, the dark night of the soul, it was my awakening. It was brought me to where I, to what I'm doing now was bringing me back into balance and that's what i say about anxiety anxiety is a message from your body literally telling you that something is out of balance so a lot of people look at their anxiety and they're scared of it and they don't understand it but when you shift your perspective on your anxiety and see it as a message from your body telling you that there's something that you need to address something that's not right here that's when the change starts to happen and that's when you'll start to dig deeper to figure out what it is because anxiety is not an illness in, in itself it's a symptom of an underlying cause so you have to find out what that is but for each person it's going to be different um if i look back now i mean i had a really good childhood so i don't find any traumatic there was no trauma that had come through for the anxiety i think it was literally being unaware of my body like pushing it you know in terms of not honoring it not nourishing it the right way binge drinking a lot um not really looking after it as well as i could be and then i know for the second time when the anxiety came and the thoughts and stuff that was linked to a past life where there was a bit of a trauma around there which i've had to work and integrate and heal quite a lot especially because it ties in with my coaching um like this past life thing obviously had a lot was me also is sort of in a coaching space i would call it more like a healer um so there has been some trauma that's come from that that caused a bit of anxiety and that's why i call it the spiritual awakening in a sense because i had to dive deep into that experience to heal it to be able to do what i do now that's there's a few very important things you just said firstly that i recognize 
anxiety is a signal to something else that's more underlining. And I think you're pointing that out and your experience with that. And for all of our viewers and listeners, please recognize that anxiety or depressive related issues. There must be a signaling coming from something that has gone on in your life or something that we are not aware of yet that we really got to pay attention to. And you brought this up a couple times now. I think it's really important as well is that awareness, right? The recognition and being aware of what we are and what is really intrinsically in us that we haven't yet to discover to, well, now as you are come to the conclusion that we are these magnificent beings that we're, we're full of all, you know, endless, boundless, um, capabilities, etc. But before getting to that point, really recognizing if you have anxiety or depression, that there is something you got to recognize first before you can get to the next step. I think that's absolutely imperative. Would you say with, especially the work you do? Yes, definitely. Because if you don't accept that you're experiencing anxiety, you will never take the action to change it. So I spent the first two or three years trying to ignore my anxiety and like just suppressing it and pushing it down all the time because I didn't want to face it. But as soon as I was like, okay, I'm going to accept I have anxiety. I know I've got anxiety. That's when the change started because I was like, I need to do something. And when you can accept and you acknowledge your anxiety and you're aware of it, and aware of what might be causing it, that's when you can change it. Also, exactly. Also, what you said about Louise, hey, and I love that woman too bad. I don't yes. she's I don't know if she's still with us. I can't remember. Or, no, no. I think she, she passed away on the same day as Wayne Dyer um, a few years oh, that's ago. That's unbelievable. I can't believe that. Jeez. But yeah, she she's incredible and you know, I ever read and watched several things with her. She is amazing. But what you're saying about the flow, I mean, I think for our viewers and our listeners on podcast form and you know if you're watching this video right now please let us know below in the comments what is holding you back in your life right now to get where you want what is it that you truly desire to be in your life and why and what do you think are the circumstances really holding you back from it? let us know below you know that would be amazing um but I, when you talk about the flow, I mean, even for myself personally, I, that's what I wish to achieve as much as possible. <laughs> you know, it's not easy, really. It's not easy. Like as much as I would believe that I could be a happy person, a positive person, I do my best, you know, I, I do what I can, but it's not easy either because there's several factors that well okay let me put it this way for myself personally i think and what i've come to learn in life is less is more right i think what a lot of what you've been speaking about with anxiety and per, your personal experience there's too much that we overcomplicate and we think we make too much about you know i think car, part of getting into that flow that you were mentioning is is filtering out all that is not necessary too right and sticking to the essentials of what we are because what i mean by that and i've expressed this a few times through different episodes on spirit is that you know there were profound moments when i've been in meditations and in silence that i've had the most overwhelming you know 
experiences of endless love and, and euphoria that is inexplicable that was only about me being silent and not and just being aware of being alive right and i, I and that's only happened a couple times you know but you'll never forget it right so <clears throat> and it brought a lot of other positive things thereafter you know but the day-to-day -day is not you know unfortunately like that you know so like i've come to experience right but there's certain like there's certain things like you've spoken about that can definitely help like being aware of certain things about you know and when it comes to food your food in certain ways so uh exercises etc so let's go now into what you actually your work all right and the certain things that you focus on actually um would you say in a certain sense that you now can like you actually attract and create abundance and success in your own life personally with what you know now and the knowledge you have to to bring that into your life and do you teach others that Mm. Yes. So after I did a lot with anxiety and I felt called to explore more of the mindset aspect of our minds and how they worked, because I knew a lot of my anxiety were my thoughts that were creating this anxiety in my body because it's a strong mind-body connection. So this is why I went on to study NLP and then later, obviously, Reiki, which I have qualified now just in February, because it's all energy that I'm learning. Our thoughts are energy, what our beliefs are energy. And also, like, energy and mindset are so interlinked. And obviously, the energy that you put out into the universe is what you're going to attract. So when you're anxious you are going to attract that same energy in your space because that's the energy that you're admitting out into the universe. So I dove deeper into this because I knew that I really wanted to empower women. So I know that's my purpose. So it started with anxiety and then obviously now moved into just learning a lot of tools to help women in any area of their life. Um, you know, whether it's nutrition, whether it's anxiety, whether it's mindset stuff, whether it's just they need some energy, you know, like blocks. So basically it's, help, it's helping... Um, people who have, are experiencing blocks to success and abundance whether that's in the form of mindset or you know feeling demotivated or it's because of anxiety and that's the work that i do so with regards to your question and to answer that it is for me it's a continuous journey and success and abundance can look different for everyone so a lot of people think that success and abundance means financial gain and yes especially being a business owner a part of that is but to me success also means not running my business where i don't have time for people or not or you know like working from 8 a.m to 10 o'clock every night and i've been able to so certain aspects of my business are successful some i'm still growing um and we as humans we always want more you know we designed to like always want to achieve more so it all depends on what you define your success and abundance that you want to attract into your life but when I look around at my life and when I think about where I am, I feel like I've achieved success and abundance to a certain degree and know that I still have a lot, like there's still a lot of a journey to get to more of what I want in my life. That's really powerful. And I think, you know, that, that term, you know, success and abundance, you know, it, it's relative to in particular each person, right? I mean, it could be a financial thing. It could be a, you know family oriented thing it could be a travel it could be adventure it could be whatever but whatever 
is bursting at through that fountain of our heart you know really leading us to you know i i guess there's these these intuitive signals that say hey look you know your spirit your heart is saying hey it truly desires this go for it right and you get if we pay attention uh, there, there's a great book by uh I always reference this book on the on those uh, our spirit love episodes. Uh, John Donahue, uh, Alma Kata from uh, it's a book from uh, he's a poet from Ireland. It's just a beautiful. It's one of my favorite books of all time. And he just talks. He has a very poetic way of talking about the soul and the soul's desire. And he always he always references it as a like a very still, silent thing. You know, it's just but powerful. There's like this silence in the stillness of what you know this universe is and that is in each of us that if we really take the time to pay attention to it and and not just crowd it with noise it will naturally lead us you know um to what we want and so by that and with what you're saying is that i think those things that we really really truly desire you know would you say that instead of objectifying it like money and travel and da, 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 you know just focus really on the energy of the positivity to bring into your life is is that kind of the work that you focus on to help lead and guide others to that um sort of conclusion that focus on the actual energy of of what you are and what you can do to then attract what you want in your life so what I basically do is I help you become aware of the blocks that are sabotaging your path to success and abundance. So I, with NLP work, I help you look at your limitations. Um, so, you know, sorry, Ashley, really quick. Can we define NLP really quick, just in case yes. our audience doesn't know? Yes. So it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, but I'll give a, you know, it's a little bit, there's a complicated definition, so I'm going to give a simplified one. So it's basically an approach to personal development. So basically nlp it we we perceive the world in a certain way and what how we perceive the world is all determined by our beliefs our values our thoughts our intentions our actions and all of this is stored in our subconscious mind so the way we see ourselves and the way we see the world is framed by our subconscious mind and what i do is obviously well, what we do is um, nlp practitioners we go into those beliefs into those values and we help you pinpoint those exact moments when those beliefs were formed or when these memories were created that are causing these limitations in your life. Um, so it's basically helping you, basically in a sense, it's helping you like see things in a different perspective and becoming aware of your conditioning that is either causing you to have limitations that you're experiencing in life or obviously, you know, they, there's also the, you won't always have limitations. There's the limiting beliefs and then there's the good beliefs or the ones that are well I don't like to call them good or bad it's like they're either serving you or they're not serving you and that's yeah what the work is basically okay and can because i think it would be really interesting as well for our viewers and listeners more of a sort of uh idea of one of your programs and maybe um in- integrates a lot of these different aspects of your work uh which is called the serenity program can you go a little bit into detail what that is 
Yes. So Serenity is my anxiety program. It's an eight-week anxiety program. So that focuses on nutrition, on your mindset. So I give you mindset tools to help you experience calm. So I help you break that negative spiral that we go into. So basically through tools and techniques, I help you break that negative anxiety spiral and then you can replace that with new empowering thoughts. So that is... Um, yeah, so that's basically almost like a well-being for anxiety. So I take all the tools I learned over those nine years with anxiety, the mindset, the meditations, there's yoga, there's nutrition, all of that. Um, and that helps you literally create those building blocks, that foundation phase for you to, you know, that whole lifestyle change so that you can stop feeling anxious and it puts all those things in place. But with the work I'm currently doing now, I've actually just created a program that I'm launching in April called the Soul Success Academy. And that is a transformational mindset program. So that focuses on your limiting beliefs. I help you dig deep how to break through them, how to recognize what is stopping you from say, from success. Are you afraid of failure or are you afraid of succeeding? And in what ways are you self-sabotaging so that you don't achieve that is um, you know, in that in your life? So that's what that new program is going to focus on. And it also focuses a lot on energy. You know, working with your higher self, tapping into your intuition, recognizing if it's your ego that's, you know, keeping you safe because obviously the ego likes the comfort zone. So that one's a little bit more um, helping you create from a space of alignment and flow. And serenity is one that helps you build those foundational blocks and gives you the, all the tools you need to live a serene life. Sounds excellent. And I would encourage any of our viewers or listeners, if you're, you know, really seeking these kind of uh, tools and building blocks just to really get, you know, on the path you truly desire, please check out um, Ashley's programs. And we're going to include all of your information programs in the description and pins below. So, you know, all of our viewers or listeners, please check it out. And really, I think those, you know, I've had a look at them and they're just you know, the, particularly the Serenity program, and it just seems like it really, really can be a, you know, positive program for a lot of people out there who are dealing with with these issues of remissions. And actually, what I'm curious, in your opinion, what is the what is the main thing, or what what are a couple of the main things you feel, and with a lot of people that you work with, when they come to you, they say, hey, actually this is the thing really holding me back in my life. This is the thing that I just cannot seem to overcome that I, you know, really want to have the life I want. What is, you know, and how important as well, this is kind of a two-part question, how important as well having a good network of people around you to really encourage you and just be like, help keep you accountable with where you want to go in life how, how important is that you know like inner circle so to speak mm -hmm. definitely so the the to answer your first question the biggest thing that comes up for my clients is not feeling worthy of what they want so the biggest misconception obviously blocking us from success and abundance is thinking that only certain people are deserving of success and abundance and thinking that's not possible for you. So we like, oh, well, those people are lucky because they've got everything they want in life. But that's the biggest downfall we have is because we think that, well, they're the only ones who deserve it or they're the only ones who are worthy of it. And it's recognizing that we all 
are worthy and deserving of success and abundance. So the biggest thing that the clients come to me with is, I don't feel worthy of this. But of course, that deep-rooted, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough belief is wrapped up in stories that we're telling ourselves. So it's like almost like you can't identify that. So it'll be examples like, um, it'll be like, I I can't post that because people are going to laugh at me. Or so you're telling yourself stories and then when you really dig deep, you discover that the root cause is I'm not worthy of this. Um, and yeah, so what we do is we tell ourselves stories and we like, I disguise this root belief. So a lot of my clients, when we work together, we start with what they're telling me. And then as we go deeper into deep into why they're experiencing that or why they're feeling this way, we get to majority of the root causes, which is I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving and I'm not good enough. That is so important because I think a lot of people who feel that their life cannot be the life they desire often have that notion. I'm not worthy. They work hard and I do. They are like this. They were born into this. They were, no, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's just going around the hamster wheel and just never ending thoughts of, of that downward, downward spiral negativity. Right. And it's just, so our viewers and listeners, as we call them, spear lifters, listen, Ashley, she is telling you right now, you are worthy. You can create the life you want. You can attract success, abundance. You can truly, little by little, get where you want to go with the right tools. And Ashley, just as we conclude this episode, where can all our spear lifters find out more about you, connect with you, and engage with you? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I am telling everyone you are worthy. You are deserving. Your success is inevitable. Abundance is all around you, but we block it because we don't think we're deserving of it. So that's what I help you do is I help you and get rid of those blocks mentally, physically, emotionally, anything that's standing in your way, because abundance doesn't choose, you know, the energy doesn't choose who it flows to. It it chooses to go to the people who are open to receiving it. So yeah, to find me, obviously I'm on Instagram at the underscore serene underscore CEO. Um, My website is also ashleycamilla.com. And then I have a beautiful Facebook group called the Soulfully Serene Tribe, where I do a lot of free trainings and free videos. So you can definitely check out some more of my stuff there. That is amazing, Ashley. Thank you so very much. And to our, all of our viewers and listeners will include all of those ways to engage with Ashley she just mentioned and they will all be included in the description pins below so please make sure to check her out please engage and connect with her today so that you can start your life the way you want it now if you're stuck in whatever form that is she can help you so Ashley thank you so much for being on this episode of Spirit Lift. Thank you so much Devin it was lovely to connect like this. Thank you so much, Ashley, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Take care, everyone.